With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. time now. Hello, I'm Carl Holman. I bet you guys don't remember that Carlsberg commercial, but hey, I'll forget about it too. I'm going to tell you that it's April 19, April 19, 2017, and it will never be April 19th again. I'm going to talk to you about a conversation I had very briefly about a conversation I had with someone this week about the hair trigger accusations of racism racism we regularly see on social media these days you never saw it before 10 years five years ago that did not exist okay <sighs> it's true jerry don't you grow don't go there okay? man yes i don't will yes i will okay i wrote a posting on my facebook group that single <laughs> that this is a serious topic and you're groaning it singled out indian Recruiters, I admit it. They, and here's why, they're the most prominent group in the English-speaking recruitosphere for whom English is a second language, and they don't always edit their blog postings to catch errors in their use of English. For instance, I read a long blog posting from an Indian guy the other day. He obviously had a lot of knowledge. He probably knew a ton more than me. He knew more than me, right? But he kept using plurals when the singular was called for. Instead of saying capital in the sense of money, he would keep saying capitals. And instead of saying this is a good metric, he would say this is a good metrics. Well, recruiters are always talking about the significance of typos, typographical errors in resumes. And in fact, the other day, Jerry, who's groaning in the background, he asked on Facebook how many typos you could overlook in a resume before you would decide to pass on a candidate for a $200,000 job. Sounds like a funny question. I thought it was a smart question, right? And I said, this is the same issue with these blog postings. You know, it is. But, of course, within just a few minutes, some young guy in Ireland, he said, that's racism. Racism. I said, no, I don't think so. I live in Canada. We have two official languages here, English and French. In English-speaking Canada, we all learn French but we don't use it in everyday life, so our French is imperfect, right? So if you try to write professional articles with high school French, you're not going to look very smart. So let's say I try to do that, and you criticize us Canadians, us English-speaking Canadians for doing that. Is that racism? Are English-speaking Canadians a race? What if my parents come from Japan? And yours come from Romania, and we're both English-speaking Canadians who write bad French. Should we be free from criticism because we're a race? Well, maybe in Ireland they would say so. But if they do, they might have to fix the way they speak because it's not right. And I invite them to do so on Jerry. Jerry, what show is this? The Recruiting Animal Show! 
Jerry, you know what? You're, I gotta say, you're, you're, you're welcome. You're welcome. You know what? I was Thank gonna, you, I was gonna, I was gonna apologize because last week I said your shout was lousy, and I listened to the recording, and it was very good. Right? It's, to, it's top five from last week. Yeah. It's top five. I gotta tell. I have to tell you something, but you screwed me up today. You interrupted me, uh, and it just uh, my tone, everything was. I know, but off. look, man, from the very moment a person has to start in with, "No, I'm not a racist," game's over. No, if, if the accusation, no, if the accusation has been levied, the the, the verdict is in. And you're only digging a further hole. Now it's week two of you battling uh, your racism. i got to tell you something. We have to fight this as abuse from these guys in Ireland. Today, I won't mention her name. But you got bad, you've got bad audio going on right here. Let's nip that in the bud. Okay. Can you hear I'm me I'm thinking now? Bluetooth in a car with the windows down. At the bank. <laughs> Who's doing it? Can you hear me now? Maybe it's too close to my mouth. Okay, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to talk. This woman, I won't mention her name. She's a, We all know her. Uh, she's an HR person, I guess. Jennifer uh, McClure. No. Katrina <laughs> Kimmel. So, let me get the story out, okay? You know, uh, I thought was it, this isn't the guessing game show? No. Guess later. Lord when Roderman. the guest comes on. When the guest comes on, we can guess. Anyway, she posted today, she said, she mentioned the word uh, in a message uh, to the the company, I forget something of it, she said, uh, she used the word lynch, lynch, right away she was accused of being a racist, that's wrong. (laughs) You're damn right, damn right. No, she's not a racist, it's absurd. Oh. I'm I'm, I'm ready, I'm I'm, I'm on this jury to convict these these people. (laughs) They all did it. Yeah, we're all racist. It just seems like we're all racist. Everybody in the whole world is racist, so we might as well claim it. Yeah, we don't have anything better to do. Yeah. Okay. Only then can we move on and start to rebuild. Exactly. Okay. I also want to thank, in addition to thanking Jerry for the shout, I want to thank Martin Snyder of PC Recruiter. That's the Swiss Army knife of recruiting software. And Nin Tran of Hire Tool, the hot new sourcing tool. Thank, I want to thank them for being sponsors of the show. I'm sorry, you guys. I, I'm not getting did, anything out, and it's Jerry's fault. I'm just not coming no, out the did right Did you finish telling us what uh, Jennifer McClure said, though? Did I miss that? It wasn't that? Jennifer McClure, okay? Who was it? It wasn't Jennifer. Please. Who is this don't, don't, person? Don't get me in hot water. Okay? Anyway, so, okay, what was I going to say? I apologize to Jerry and blah, 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 <laughs> Which blah, I have blah. not quite accepted, by the way. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to welcome our guest, and you know maybe that'll shift things for us. Okay, uh, Alan Floor, are you there? Animal, hey. Hi. Okay, Alan Floor, his uh, Twitter address, for those who want to write on Twitter, is A-L-A-N-F-L-U-H-R-E-R. I have uh, endless, I've known him for years. I got I, I, His name just causes me problems, but not just the last name, the first name. I want to give a little lecture about that. There's three ways to spell Alan. A-L-A-N. That's the way he does it. And that's the right way. But there's also A-L-L-A-N and A-L-L-E-N. Right? Okay. Why? And there's most likely A-L-Y-N. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. But I, oh, think the government, I think the government should legislate the correct spelling of that name it just gets rid of the confusion what's the government for if they can't do something practical like that and here's another one i told maureen i don't like the way she spells her grandson's name it's jackson with an x instead of a ck get rid of that okay i don't like it oh he's maureen. cute leave him alone Ooh. <laughs> okay now alan her old friend is calling and t- well I call let me ask you a heart- question why don't you like it Let's talk about so, that. I, I can't talk. I have to move on now. Okay. What? He's calling himself, Alan Fleur is calling himself, a, I call him the hard-boiled recruiter. He reminds me of like a Joe Friday type of guy. Okay. He's calling himself a talent acquisition manager instead of a recruiter or a recruiting manager. Alan, why are you doing that? 
That's the title that came with the job. Call me, a, call me a talent acquisition. Call me a recruiter. Call me the window washer. Just let me do my job. Okay, good. Just the facts. Okay. How much do you sleep every night? Maybe I, four hours if I, I get lucky. Here's why. Four I hours. It, yeah, that's bad. You got four kids. Hours. You got it. it happens. Okay, well, that's it, because they said there was a report this week that people who don't get enough sleep are not able to do their best work, and they lose money for their companies. Nope. Okay? Okay, well, you said you get four hours? What time do you go to bed? Around midnight. And you get up at four in the morning? Usually there's animals fighting outside, so it wakes Mm -hmm. me up. Human animals? Raccoon. No, I'm gonna call Jerry. I want to call. I'm gonna call Jerry over and do some raccoon and bear hunting raccoon one day. Hunting. Did you know yeah. that your your body when when you sleep, your your brain uh, like the the cells uh, get a little bit smaller. They 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 decompress or compress, and your body cleans out the toxins in your brain. But that's uh-huh. only when you have six or seven hours of sleep. Yeah. So people that sleep less than that. Typically, are, are a little foggy for several hours in the morning, yeah. and I not cleaning it. out the toxins. I agree. Sorry, Terry. What'd you okay. say? I'm a little foggy right now. I know. Alan, Alan, mm. what are your favorite Chrome extensions? Oh God, Higher Ritual. I like. Um, I like the. Uh, I like a lot of the LinkedIn. I, I like a lot of the Google custom search engines. Hold um, on a second. Don't be vague. No vagueness on this show. Okay. Okay. So, Nate, so you so, said Higher Tool. That's a source tool. tool. You, you use yeah. it for finding phone numbers or email addresses. What, what, what do you use it for? I'll use it for either. I'll use it for both. Uh, I, I like Hunter, Email Hunter. Um, yeah. I like Mail Tester to, to validate. Yeah. Uh, I like uh, Ryan Leary has a, has a good Google custom search engine you can download. And, Whatever happened to him? He's he with IBM working on, with Watson. Yeah, he Very did. Cool. A, a, cool. He chatted to me the uh, first time I talked to him in ages. Okay, oh, you guys passed that all okay. up then, did you? And, and uh, my my best Chrome extension is actually not one; it's the telephone. Okay, okay. So, have I exhausted your favorite Chrome extensions? Because this is a real issue now. You know, animal. I think that there's some wonderful out there. I've tested a lot of them. I keep going back to what works. And for me, it's how how do I find an email, a a cell number, where I can text, where I can email, where I can call. I've tried a lot of them. I've gotten rid of a lot of them. I like Dean DaCosta's suggestions. I always try what Dean puts out there. And if it works, I use it. If it doesn't work for me, I don't use it. Okay. Can you you tell us? Go ahead, Kathy Manis. Kathy Manis, wait a second, Kathy. Did you get my email this week? Did you get Your my email? email? You did not reply. No. Hey, I'll have to check my other email. Where did you send it? Kathy email. Yeah, Kathy Mattis or G- yeah, email. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll look. Okay, okay. Um, what's your question now? What do, you say, gonna, what do you want to say now? I just, no, well, I was going to just say I think, I, I think Alan probably feels the same as I do, that you can try these Chrome extensions, but, you know, if, they become obsolete, and if that's all you rely on, then you're not going to be successful. You know, you have to go back to the old methodology, I think. Which is? And I also think that get what, whatever way you can find a contact information or an email, get it, and then move on. And I'll give you a great example, Animal. I was on a panel with, at LinkedIn, and everybody was – the question was, how do I increase my in-mail responses, my email responses – they asked me, what do I think? And I told them, you're going to get pissed because I'm going to take the answer takes it out of your ecosystem. They go, no, no. So I stand up and I said, my response for the last four questions is a, a question. How many of you have picked up the damn phone? Because if I've got a name and a company, I'm done. If I've got an email and a name, I'm done. I want to, I want to text them. I want to get a hold of them first. Maureen, what are you doing? She's doing her taxes. She's late. Yeah, I guess she's counting her, you know, adding up how much she owes. Kathy Manis, you said go back to the old, uh, old, old things. Did you have something specific you wanted to advise people to use instead of, you know, these Chrome extensions? Well, I think, you know, just doing uh, a simple, you know, Boolean search, Google. I mean, I don't think you need to go. I mean, they're great to have. They're easy fixes, but 
you know, Look, word of mouth okay. getting. Animal, I'll yeah, give you a okay. great. I'll give you. I'll give you a great strategy here. A great way to do it. Outside of Chrome extensions, go onto Google and go look for local associations. Both, I'll say direct that fit what you need and what I'll call indirect. And Jerry, help me here. So if you're looking for a Cisco networking person, go look for the Cisco groups, but also go look for the NetApp groups and the EMC storage groups and the server systems groups. Because if you go to a Cisco group, you're looking, everybody's looking for the Cisco guys. But if you go to the EMC storage association local meeting and you ask the EMC guys, they're going to know Cisco people and, they, and they'll give them to you. And you want okay. that personal it, touch. Is that going to an online meeting or a face-to-face meeting in town? Actually, uh, I usually go to Meetup and I, or I go to Google and I find the local Los Angeles groups for what I need or the, uh-huh. the related ones. So right now, good, good example, right now I'm at a national construction firm, okay? One of the things that they use is the software Revit. So I go to the local Los Angeles Revit groups for the in LA meetup, there's about a hundred people there. I start talking to people probably half the time. I never get into the presentation cause I'm talking to three people and I usually will walk out with a dozen names. Hold on a second. Don't these people, as soon as you say you're a recruiter, they say, get away from me. No, because I'm in a complimentary function. I'm not looking for Revit people. I'm looking for the people they know. And I want to build a relationship with that person. Yeah, that's don't in front they of say, it, hey, you want me to do your job for you when you're getting paid for it? No, because I also say, hey, look, I'll keep my eyes open. Are you looking for a Revit? Are you looking for a new Revit job? Here's, here's what I hear out here in L.A. Here's who's looking. You want me to, you know, I do, it, okay. it's a give and take. One more question about that. How do you initiate the conversations? I walk up. I look at their name badge if they have one. Or I just say, hey, I'm Alan. Or if I hear them say something. You say, oh, hey, what the hell is that? And they'll tell me. I love learning. Uh-huh. And how do you break off? Some of these guys are a little wordy. You know, they're garrulous. They'll, they'll go on after yeah. you got your info. And you want to move on to somebody else. How do you ditch them? Well, if I absolutely have to, I'll, pick up my, I'll pull the phone out of my pocket and go, oh, Jesus, excuse me. I've got to take this. It's an offer response. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Everybody I remember I asked Marin Hogan about that. I think she's a good networker. I Who? said, when you're at a conference, Marin, remember her? Uh, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway, she said if she has to get rid of somebody, she'll say she has to go to the washroom. Nobody ever <laughs> tells anybody to their face. You know, she might come after me for that, but it's on the recording, I'm quite sure. Okay, but no one says, okay, thanks for talking to me. I'd like to meet some other people. Uh, maybe we'll catch up later on, right? No one says, I've had enough of you, okay? I'm moving on. Is that terrible? You're boring as hell. I got to go. Yeah, okay. Now, you've got another story that I want to hear, uh, the broken wrist story. Can you tell us that before I go to commercial? Okay, um, the bro- that, was collecting, that was collecting a fee. Um, so had a client, had five contractors in. They owed us close to six figures, and they weren't paying us. And I drove down to the company. No, 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 no. You forgot Sorry. part of the story. Okay. They Go weren't ahead. paying you, and you called right. up to get paid, and the CEO said, I can't sign a check. I broke my wrist. Oh, oh, okay. Right. And I drove down, and he said he broke his wrist. I didn't believe him. I drove down, to, and he goes, what are you doing? You wanted to see my wrist, my 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 steel rotted wrist? I said, yes. <laughs> and so I said, when can you sign a check? I'll take an X with a witness. And I walked out with a $97,750 check, walked back into my company that wanted us to dump these guys and chew me out for taking the loss, walked into a meeting and said, hey, here's your check. We're paid and we're good. And did they Ouch. still use you? Did you lose the client? Yep. Nope, they hired you three lost. more. They hired. Nope. Didn't lose them. Did the same thing That's with the mortgage company. Great. Love that story. That's a great one. Here's a, mm-hmm. How about the one well, where on I told second. the bank? That, no, no, wait a sec. You said you went down to the office and you waited mm-hmm. for hours to see the guy. I did. Where? In, in the waiting room or outside the building? No, in the lobby of the office. It wasn't that big, but they had a lobby. Did, he he have a, did he have a broken wrist? 
he had two broken wrists. Wow. They were they were all wrapped up with rods and steel and stuff. Do you but think he could it, still dial a phone, so he uh, could still have enough. Yeah. Do you think maybe the hours you waited was it because he ran out and got some bandages on his wrist? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't I don't know I don't know. But what I did do is when I got out in the parking lot, I looked at the check. I called the bank because I know we you used to be able to do this, and I mm-hmm. said, here's here's the thing. Would would a check of this amount clear? Because mm-hmm. I wasn't leaving ma- until it was going to be clearable. They said yes, yeah. it would. I said fine. Animal. Would everybody? Would everybody animal. have the guts to do that? Yeah. Right, I've got a question for you, animal. Go ahead. When when you hear a story like this, Alan's yep. you know ninety-seven thousand dollar broken hand, can't sign a check thing. This sounds like an obvious fabrication. Do you ever worry that you're going to embarrass somebody pursuing them into a corner with, with did it really happen? What happened next? I mean, at, at, at some point, one of these people is going to say, all right, I was making it up. And I was, I was ready for Alan to say so right there. No, Jerry, you, you, you understand this. What, the, what my guys were doing were developing and building VXDs back in the day, and they needed our guys because it was, they were working on patentable processes and competing mm-hmm. at that time with Symantec. That was my next question. How did it get to 97,000? How long did it take to get to 97,000? How many placements was that? Blah, blah, blah. How uh, much? I don't, I don't remember the, the exact number, but it was five contractors. We were paying them about 75, billing about 125 apiece. Interesting. Did you say okay. you were bringing down someone who could also break his knees? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, oh, oh Vinny, Vinny and Polly? Yeah, uh, that was my next one. Yeah, that was my that's next racist. one. That's racist. They... That's racist. Come on, the mafia does no, it's not, not exist. It Jerry. was too. The accusation's been levied. You okay. lose, Alan. <laughs> the, the, the one, the one. Here's here's the one that Jerry will love and everybody else will love is if you put in your contract that the timesheet is acceptance of work and payment is basically acceptance of passing the code ownership over to the client. I had a bank one, I had a mortgage company one time that new, new controller wanted to reduce everybody's hourlies on the contracts. I wasn't getting paid. And I said, okay, what I want you to do is I want you to, then here's what I want you to do. Shut down your production servers and until you pay me and pull the last three weeks of code out. Oh, by the way, my guys are working on stuff that calls back to the credit bureaus, so you're not going to be able to clear loans or do credit checks, but pull it out now or pay me because until you pay me, I own the code. You sound like you've got a lot of satisfied customers, Alan. <laughs> I mean, I'm no expert. Yeah. Jerry, Jerry, I'll tell you, I have had, <laughs> I've had 10 and 12-year relationships with the big four in little geek factories when it's a good relationship, we look out for them, and whenever we come across a good person, say, hey, look, I know we're not doing anything for you right now. Came across Jerry. He's local. He looks good. Take a look. Let me know what you think. Those are good relationships. And you know as well as I do, Jerry, that good relationships are few and far between. And I mean, they're good, but you have to build them. Okay. But well, hold on. Jerry would not do any of these stunts that you said you've done, like go down there to the guy, force the guy with broken wrists to sign a check. Right, Jerry, you're saying you would never uh, do that, even if you owed you a hundred thousand dollars. I've I've had some situations where I I was getting pretty uh, pretty tense about it, but no, I've never gone you, I've never gone to someone's office and 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 sat there. But if Jerry Kleeman owned you owed you a hundred thousand dollars, Jerry you, Kleeman, you, Chicago you, recruiter, the only yeah. recruiter that stiffed me on anything. Yeah. What would, what would you like to know? For, it's not for enough money that you would pursue her. If it was for a hundred thousand bucks, you would never leave it alone. Okay, it would have been settled long ago. True, I have to do true, that. but the only person that would owe that much money would be an actual corporation. Okay. Yeah. It wouldn't be I, just I, some scam I, artist sitting in some okay, yeah, hovel yeah. in Chicago. Okay. I want to do an ad. <laughs> I want to ask. <laughs> I want to ask if she's I, a scammer. What? I want to ask if my sponsor is here. Martin uh, Snyder said he might call in. He said, I'm a call. I'm a try call in. I'm a try call in. I don't know if that was. Yeah. Martin, did you call in? Did you call in? No, he didn't call in. Just wanted to make me feel good. Okay. You know why? Because I saw people on your group, Jerry, saying nice things about his product, PC Recruiter. Cool. So I sent I sent him that information. Okay. And it was, uh, I, I don't mind saying, let them come after me, Jeremy Sizemore and Nick Mazur. They both said they use it, and they're very happy with it. Jeremy <laughs> said, 
if you remember that he said he's getting rid of LinkedIn, and 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 I think Alan here, Alan Floor said, what are you using in its place? He said, I've got uh, an ATS that's got tons of people in it, and I use Indeed. That was his answer. Okay. So anyway, now I'm going to. I, do I an finally ad. got an ATS this year. Well, actually, in December, I think. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, we we were a non-ATS company. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I want to hear about your ATS because I'm going to do a sponsor, uh, an ad for my sponsor, and I got a feeling I'm that talking you're not about, using Oh, it. so now we can't even talk about ATSs. Not while <laughs> I'm doing an ad for somebody <laughs> no else. Problem. <laughs> no okay. problem. No problem. Okay, if you screw up this ad, you're not going to have any Starbucks money in the future. I thought okay? I was chiming in. I thought I was chiming in. Okay. Last week you complained that I said Martin is bald, and I was going to ask him today if it bothered uh him that I said that. Okay. Let me go on. would have to. Let me go on, please, everybody. Mark, you know, if I only got some freedom to do these ads, they would take 30 seconds each. Okay. Martin Snyder, everybody. S-N-Y-D-E-R. He's the bald bald guy. And he's a sailor as well. Okay, Jerry? We'll put that image. He likes to sail. Okay? Okay. He's the boss. He's the boss over at PC Recruiter. And, you know, he emailed me the other day and said, Animal, you know, I think you've got to change your approach. I don't want you to keep doing the same thing in every ad. So he told me what he wants me to say. He says, if you, he told me, if you want Starbucks money, shape up. Okay? So now I'm going to tell you what he wants you to hear. PC Recruiter has a lot of new features. New features, not new ones new features and the one i want to focus on right now is the comprehensive semantic text search comprehensive semantic text search it's powered by career builders text kernel technology i have such a big problem saying that but that's why i slowed down okay when you combine this text search with pc recruiters existing boolean and literal text search features, you've got one of the strongest document search tools mm-hmm. available, mm-hmm. not just in North America, not Amen. just in South America, but in the whole universe. Global. Yeah, it's global. Maybe aliens have something better, but I can't tell you about that because they don't talk to me. Okay? And like I told you, almost done, comprehensive semantic search. Well, you know what? I'm going to cut it short. But if Jeez, you want to like find out, this is this is not an ad. This is more of like a what, what, what do you call it? like a five or six <laughs> minutes. I'll cut it short. Soliloquy. Go over. Sonata. Go, go everybody. Go to pcrecruiter.net. Pcrecruiter.net and check it out. Comprehensive. Can you say that, Jerry? Comprehensive. Semantic Comprehensive. Text. Semantic. Yeah. Semantic. <laughs> text. Semantic text. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. I get these days. What's with me? People were accusing me last week of drinking on the, on the job. Okay. No, you're just really happy today, animal. It's great. Am I? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Uh, you got some, some wacky tobacco up there, Mike. No. You know it's going to be legal here. Uh, do you use an online appointment scheduler, Alan uh, Fleur? I'm looking at a couple. I, I, I'll take any suggestions because I want to use one. Calendly, I was waiting for Amy Miller to get me um, access to whatever the Microsoft one is, but I want to use one. But usually okay, how my you're, situation how you're behind the curve. Why are you behind the curve on that? You know, real. so many recruiters are using them already. Well, for me, because, because my, my, my interviewers, my, man, my hiring managers, their schedules are so fluid that, and I have access to them, 20, 30, 40 feet away that I just got to walk up and say, I get the candidate schedule and I just say, Jerry, can you do this in this day? Your calendar's showing open. Yes, no. Boom, 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 done. And it's, it's a little okay. faster for me. Okay. Do you answer the phone? Do you, if you get a Damn phone straight. call, do you answer? Because lots of people the say they don't answer the phone. What if you don't recognize the phone number? Will you answer the phone? And I'll, yes, I will. And I'll say, who do I have the pleasure of speaking with? Okay. And then say, what about, hello. You ended a sentence with a preposition. That's a no-no. Sorry. That's a matter on this okay, show. Then can okay. I, okay. No, no, no. And she's right. Can I say, who do I have the pleasure of speaking with, bitch? 
Okay, no. <laughs> oh, come on. I tell you, I I get so many robo calls that it and and I've always been an answer the phone no matter what guy. That's I mean that's me. If you ring my phone, I'm answering. I'm now getting three and four and six fake telemarketing calls from my area code, from my customer area codes. It's just nuts. It's insane right now. It's, it's unbelievable. And it's not even a real person you can cuss and scream at. And Jerry, you also need to not say yes on those when it's like, oh, hey, yeah, I think that's bullshit. hold on. Well, I mean, what are they going to do? Uh, play a tape of me saying, yes, I wanted to buy a new car, and here's the new car, and I have to pay for it? <laughs> I don't hey, know. Hey, I'm moving on. Hey, Alan, Alan Flor- Go, Kathy oh, Can we Go move ahead. on? Kathy uh, no, never mind. It's not that good. Go ahead with Alan. Okay. I want to hear more about what Alan does. Go ahead. Okay, Sorry. Alan, what if it's a blocked nope. number? Do you answer blocked numbers? You know, I, I do because in my – where I'm at right now, Animal, a lot of the people are out in the field on cell phones, and sometimes the company cell phones, for some strange reason, are blocked. So I'll mm-hmm. answer it, and I'll okay. answer it. If you're, if you're calling someone for the first time at their company, you said you like to get on the phone, you're calling the front desk, the receptionist, or the security, do you block your phone number? No. I might Why call not? with my cell phone or my personal cell phone. Well, generally, generally who I'm calling into, they're getting calls all the time, and I usually don't call the same company front desk more than three or four times in a month. By that time, I've already got the directory, so I'm good. Okay, okay. What about voicemail? Do you leave voicemail? It depends. If it's the work number, and I know um, I'm, as a last resort, I might. If it's a cell phone, I usually will, but usually what I'll do is I'll say, Hey, Animal, this is Alan Fleur. This is a personal and professional message, so I'm going to talk for a moment. If you're on speakerphone, you can take it off speaker. That should be enough. Animal, hey, you were referred by Jerry. This is why I'm calling. If you get a minute, can you reply? Or if you want to text, here's myself. Hold on. And they're on speakerphone in the center of the office or in their living room? I'm not clear on what you're saying there. You're, but, you're, but you're saying I left a voicemail message. Okay, you left a voicemail. Maureen, is there something you want to tell us that, you know, with, you know you're breathing heavily on the line? What's wrong? I don't understand what breathing. the deal is here. Am I breathing yeah, heavily? Yeah, you are. Yeah, it's you are. Weird. Everybody, what's, what's everybody going on, Maureen? I hear a lot of static on the line. Yeah, we don't. We Maureen, hear you. Maureen, have you ever okay. been to New Bremen? <laughs> New Bremen. Is that in, where, Pennsylvania? <laughs> That's north of Dayton. No. Okay. Let's yeah, not I've get a off of the there. tangent. I just had to ask. Okay. You know what? I just felt like going through these basics with, uh, you know, here's something. I, am I allowed to say that Jerry said this on his group? Jerry, is it okay if I quote you? Yeah, it sure okay. is. Jerry, this is a business development issue. Jerry said getting a potential customer on the phone is damn near impossible. Do you believe mm-hmm. that, Alan? Mm-hmm. Alan. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's he's right. Getting them on, getting, because yeah, it is. It's difficult. It always has been. It's gotten harder though. It's Why? it's almost impossible now. Hell, I I can't even get my customers on the phone. Mm-hmm. Pe- people that, everybody's so busy. Yeah, that I am working with can't get them on the phone. Yeah. Let alone just so some busy. numb nut they don't even know. I don't think people are so busy, Alan. I think people just avoid the phone. Well, I think, I think people, they do. Well, of course I they do. They may be busy. They may not. They're, they are avoiding recruiter number 75 this week. Mm-hmm. No, matter, no matter how determined and committed you are to picking up the phone and using the phone, they're not answering. Yeah. So are you leaving voicemail, Jerry? Face. Jerry, you leaving voicemail? Not, not often. Sometimes. I mean, it depends on the yeah. situation. Sometimes I leave a voicemail, and I wish I wouldn't have. Other times I think, well, I've called them four times in a row. They know I'm calling. I might as well leave a message. It sucks. I mean, it, it's tough right now. Okay, Michael, Captain what do you Man. do? What do you do, Animal? I leave voicemail. And no matter I leave what, straight off the bat, first time. I leave, yeah, every time. And how many, how, many, hey. how many return your call? What is your message? Yeah, what do you say? Yeah, what's your message? It depends, what I, it depends what I'm calling about. I, I, you know what? I'm not used to answering Say questions. It. but Exactly. I, 
Hi, this is the recruiting animal. Depends if it's a candidate. The recruiting animal. I'm working. I'm a, I'm a headhunter. I'm working on something that might be of interest to you. I'd love to have a brief chat with you. No, for the give customer. Me a call. This is my number. This is my email address. The customer. Leave your customer message at the beep. Beep. Okay. Uh, hold on. You mean a, a cold call for a business development call? It's almost yep. the same. Hi, my name's the recruiting animal. I'm a headhunter. I'd like to have a very brief chat with you uh, about doing business together. Please give okay. me a call. Here's my number. Here's my email address. They'll never call you back. So the no, next week when you know they're still hiring. I guarantee, Jerry, if you call someone five times and leave five voicemails, they call you back. They don't like you. They yeah, don't I don't like want to back. piss them off. I'm not trying to goad them into calling me back. Is it better if they don't call you at all? Because you're a guy who always <laughs> says, once you no, get somebody dude. on the phone, you're in a position to handle all their objections, Right. That's why you have to use I don't the phone. Say that. Get them on the phone. Who says that? Okay. You so say that. So somebody off, so you just trick them into calling you back. Hey, uh, on the phone. Just talk to your them. brother-in-law bought a, uh, a VFW like lottery you. ticket for you, so call me back to claim your <laughs> half side of beef. You're, you know what? You're, you're this week's freezer packer winner. <laughs> I got, I got to ah, just kidding. I'm a recruiter. I got a question. I got a question for you. <laughs> hey, you can use that one, Maureen. I like it. Okay. Hey, Maureen, what's your thought about if, if I'm trying to get a hold of Jerry, but I know your name, I call in, I ask for you, you pick up, and I go, hey, I'm really sorry. I was trying to get a hold of Jerry. Can you transfer me? That way, mm-hmm. on the phone, it looks like a transfer, mm-hmm. not an outside call. What's my thought about that? What's yeah, wrong? good, bad, or good. Uh, no, I agree with you. I'm just kind of curious because that's another way to go about it if you've got to reach the person. Right. Right. So it looks like an inside call internally, so it doesn't yeah, I, I don't from think, the outside. I don't think it d- does look like that. It still shows the number on these on these phones. I, some it on does. Some, of some them, it yeah. doesn't. Some it does. But a lot of them um, inside companies, it doesn't show. It shows it's coming from the front to front. Well, how would you think about that, Maureen, in terms of being honest or genuine? What do you mean, you Kathy? Um, be honest. In the old it's days, Kathy, you Kathy just to say this. provide a false can I, name. Can I just, okay, go, you what? you win. You go ahead. You go well, ahead, Kathy. We're talking about go something ahead. reasonable. It took us 37 minutes, animal. Don't squash it. <laughs> Kathy, no, go I ahead. Just, I started, you Kathy, know, I, could, I had an alias name. I could say I was someone else. I mean, there, were, there was no OSCCP. I could tell people what to wear when they went to an interview. Um and so, but now you have to be so careful. And if you say you got, you know, the wrong person by mistake, please transfer me. You think that's something that you could, you know, be looked at as not being totally honest? Well, if you're going to be talking to the person well, on the other end, yeah. um, it, it depends on what you're doing. I mean, if you're calling in to recruit and you're going to talk to somebody on the other end, you're going to run the chance of the receptionist saying, you know, Tim, I've got. Um, Kathy on the line, and then you get on the line and you say, hi, yeah, this hold is on. Hey, when you I get mean, on the line, Maureen, when you get on the line, you say, hey, sorry, I had to say I was Santa Claus to get through, okay? But my right. name's you really that. Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> I like that. Animal, yeah. I've listened to this show a long time. That's the first valuable thing you've ever said. <laughs> Good work. Now, when I, when I get... When I get so you're straight up just saying I had to lie to get you on the phone, but uh, now that I got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah let, let them know Finally. what their company's doing to bury them. Okay, I got to do it. Most do people just don't do answer the phone is all I'm saying. But before hey, Animal, I do can you my do a commercial? Ad, yeah, I've got to do a commercial, but we just before did I do one, it, man. You know what? If you would stop bugging me, I could do them all in like three minutes. There's only three commercials. Just leave me alone for a few minutes, and I'll do them, and I'll get I'll get finished with them. Okay? Now here's okay. the other, here's a problem though. I want to know: Is anybody else who's on the line want to say something? Okay? Because you know you've got the right. It's not just to say people punching. all the time. Okay? Anybody else want to say something to Alan or? Come Kathy? on, you gutless other listeners, get involved. <laughs> Yeah, get involved. I mean, we'd love to. We'd love to hear from you, and I'll cut you off if you're bored. Okay. Okay. No, none of them. Okay. So I'm going to tell you, I've got a, I've got another sponsor that I want to talk about. Hire Tool. H i r e t u a l. H i r e t u a l. And you heard 
our, uh, our, our guest, Alan Fleur, said he uses them. I didn't coach him. I didn't pay it. It's one of his favorite Chrome extensions. And you know what? They're not just in the business to give you phone numbers and contact information. That's what they're famous for. But they are a fantastic 360 full-service sourcing tool. They give you a... Uh, they write your Boolean strings for searching all kinds of important websites, and then they give you the results ranked by, we think this person is going to be the closest person for your job. This is how much we think they're earning right now. This is how likely we are. This is what we think uh, is the likelihood of them being ready to move on to another position. And the thing is, there's all kinds of people swearing all the time that if you get rid of your LinkedIn recruiter account and buy a $60 LinkedIn account and then get a subscription to hire tool, you're going to save 90% of your sourcing fee. Yes, 90%. Yes. Okay. And get the same results or better. Love saving money. Recruiters. There's real recruiters saying that all the time. Okay, Nintran, you're not here, are you? Because I'll get him to endorse it. Okay, he'll swear by it. He's not here. But anyway, that's the guy. If you want to go for a demo, go to Nintran. N i n h t r a n. His Twitter address is N i n h t r a n zero nine. Okay, and the company is Hire Tool. H i r e t u a l. HireTool.com. Okay. Anything you want to say about Hire Tool, Alan, since you said you use them? I've used them. I like it. it you know, anything that gets me good results, and it's easy to use, it's, it, it gets me good results, I like it. it it's a good, okay. solid tool. And, and okay. anybody that can put LinkedIn out of business, I'm all for. Okay. You and Jerry, I think, disagree about um, non-starts, right? Non-starts? No, just, just the, the, the blurb that we were all brainwashed to repeat and regurgitate to candidates regarding oh. counteroffers from yeah. the year 1983. Right. Okay. This is not true. It's not true. Well, You're quoting the now, same I, stats from the 80s. Back well, when okay, people used to actually retire from the same company they started with out of college. Things yeah, have but, changed. So, but my, my personal professional experience has been about, has been about that, that number has been about right. The last five or six, they regretted it. And the ones that, and on a couple of instances where they, where they are staying with their current company, all I do is hold up a mirror and ask them a bunch of questions to figure out the real reason. And two of them, I was really glad they turned us down because it turned out that they had a big problem working with a diverse workforce. They were bigots. And it was like, okay, that's a good thing. It's going to suck. I got to tell the, the VP this, that we're losing a candidate who's starting in a week, but it's, we dodged a bullet. But my experience, Jerry, is that you know, most people are not looking to leave for money. Money's important. Don't get me wrong. It's top three. But if they accept a counteroffer from their current employer, all the other non-monetary reasons they were open to looking are still there. They can't be fixed. And within six to eight well, months, they're so – Yeah, they can because sometimes a, a counteroffer isn't always about money. It might be moving to a different project, a different team, a different mm-hmm. facility altogether, a different role, a promotion in title. I mean, could be anything. Yeah. I'm just saying that years ago, the same stats that you're quoting, uh, you know, 80% leave within six months, those were the stats that they were pushing around in the 80s when I started recruiting. We had, right. this, we had this write-up from the Wall Street Journal. The name of it was counteroffer acceptance, comma, road to career ruin. That was the article. We've all seen it. So to continue well, to repeating right. that crap, I think is, uh, eh, it's lazy. Okay, I'll, res- Sorry. Well, look, I'll respectfully disagree with you on that one, Jerry. Oh, no, 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 you won't. I yes, I will. The hell you <laughs> will. It's crap, Alan. Stop saying it. Kathy, <laughs> Kathy. What? Kathy, are what? you trying to talk? Right, uh, Kathy, are I you on a speaker that... phone? Are you on a speaker phone? No. Because you're never <laughs> loud. You're never loud. Okay? No, I'm just saying, uh, forget it. I mean, it, uh, Alan said he was respectfully asking Jerry. Uh-huh. Now, Jerry, he's looking to you as like, you know, the the father. 
You know, he's, <laughs> you know what? I think Kathy's right. Down he, to you. he sucks but, up to Jerry when the, he was on a few weeks ago with my guest, Mike Rasmussen. He tore into the guy like nobody's business over, I don't know what, intake sessions with the hiring manager. Dude, I'm one of the godfathers of the industry, Animal. Because he the was sooner you learn that, the better, buddy. And Mike and I talked later. He was an HRB. He's an HRBP, which in my circle is not always a real recruiter. And I just wanted to understand. But he and I spoke afterwards. He's a good guy. I like him. He, he's trying to learn. I give him props. What was your beef with him? I think on the intake, if I remember, it was something about some of the things he was asking. And I was coming from the perspective of, Get the skills, get the manager's thing, but then ask, why, is the, why are you really if, – if all of us on the call were at the same company, I'd want to know, Animal, why are you here? Why do you stay? Jerry, Kathy, Maureen, I want to get into the guts of it because I can talk about you know, skills and, and requirements all day long, but what the candidate really wants is what's cool about this? Why would I move? Is it, is it, is it cool software that I'm doing? Does it make a difference? Is it good technology that's going to get me updated? Is it a good team that does interesting things? Is it that we build really cool shit that Facebook uses? Whatever, but it's those unknowns that most recruiters never go for that's the real interest to a good person. Alan, Alan, so you go up to Joe Blow developer or Jane developer, you know, and I, I don't want anyone accusing me of being sexist. I already have been. Okay. So yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you talk to her and you say, Jane, why are you here? What's so great about working with this company? Is she yeah. going to tell you that she's interviewing with half a dozen other companies? No. How do you know you're getting, these guys aren't in a position to give you the truth. Yeah. Okay. They have no, to say uh, okay. something good. And I'll tell you how I do it. And I'll give you a perfect example, non-tech commercial real estate firm, I asked all of the executives, what's the value? Why, why would a broker come here? And they said, George, the founder. George isn't the value why they come there. George owns Learjet. George is a billionaire. If George dies in a crash, why would somebody take a job in Indianapolis or Kansas City or L.A.? So I called up the broker, man, I called up the managers, the sales managers, and, and top producing brokers, and I said, why are you here? And they said, the commissions are a little bit less, but we do 30% more deals on average than our competitors. We have this database is very good. It helps us get the deals out to our clients faster than anything. And the one little thing that nobody would talk about is this company had a homegrown, very small little graphics financial program that if you're at Jones, if you're at the competitors, JLL, Caldwell, Cush Wake, and you and Animal got a brand new listing. He was lucky if he got his marketing financials back. You know what? I got to interrupt you. Somebody who's in the wood shop right beside the kitchen, and every time they move a tray of glasses, that's what I'm listening to, not the guest. Okay? Put no, your some, mic on mute. Somebody's on, in like a cabinet respect. shop or something. That sounded like uh, putting some wood together. Animal. To me. I mean. Uh, Oh, Alan, are you a generalist? I, my impression is that you are. Kathy, great question. Well, I, I had I, it down. Go he's ahead. an internal oh, HR lady right now. Yep. My first 10 years was agency work, technology in, across industries, then uh, bank, uh, technology and banking, and then in big engineering, uh, civil, electrical, structural, civil. Um, mm-hmm. And I can be a generalist. I can be a specialist. I'm not. If I had to get back into IT for Yahoo or Google, it'd take me take me a little bit of time to ramp up. But What's a little yeah, bit of time? Generalist. What is a little bit of time? Because uh, you have Six done, weeks. you know. Yeah. Really, oh, to answer the question, then I'll ask you my follow up. Six, six, eight weeks. Really that long? That long? Well, okay. I well, go ahead. What go is ahead. that long? That's, That's not long. long. You don't understand. You don't even. Know. I don't know how to ask the Animal, questions to figure out. You don't it know out what anymore. you're talking about anymore. Typical, okay. A typical three- to six-year recruiter is going to take six to nine months. Really? I don't know. Well, so you're when, a generalist. They, i, I got to tell you. I got to tell you, every time someone mentions some kind of recruiting, I see in a question on one of the groups on Facebook, you say every time, oh, I did that kind of recruiting. I did I real estate recruiting. I did yeah. this. I did that. To me, that means mm-hmm. you're a generalist, and I admire that. You've recruited tradespeople. I wanted to ask you about that. I was on mm-hmm. the impression that you're a much faster um, 
uh, what's the I can't remember the word I'm you looking for, but you move from one position to another very quickly, and you can recruit real estate one day and IT the next, and uh, chameleon of sorts. Yeah, yes, and it's not word. an issue for you. That's Kathy was right You're on. Recruiting that's chameleon. Alan, Ooh, I like that. I like it. That's trademark. You can use that. You can use trademark. You can use that. I, Thanks, yeah, Jerry. No problem. Okay, I'm going to well, do another ad. What I heard ad. in the story you were telling, Alan, was um, the reason they come there is money. No, it's the no. That old money's game. money's in the top three, in my opinion. Thirty percent. But thirty percent. Yeah, but and then the technology but, available that helped them make more money. Well, the technology to help them make more money, to make their job easier. And uh, so let me finish that one. They had the dinky little marketing program. Instead of getting two weeks to get their listing, their, their apartment building out to their clients in a nice flashy financial, it took 45 minutes in-house. And when I discovered that, I would get on the phone with the candidate. I'd Skype them in, and I'd say, look, I don't know this that well. Give me, a, give me an address, give me a sale price, give me, give me, give me. We'd, we'd find some pictures someplace, plop them in, I'd say. And then when you hit submit, this automatically creates a, a web page. It, it automatically lets you choose, do I send it to my client Salesforce list or the entire company's private list, whatever, and you're done within two hours. Your, the clients know about this listing. And the normal reaction <laughs> from a broker that was saying, yeah, I'll talk to you guys. I like to network with whole, one guy. Holy shit, when can I meet with you guys? This is great. Hmm. Okay. I, I have to – great great question, Maureen. Thank you. Got another ad. Jerry's right. I'm drawing them out too long. I'll do up, 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 and I won't get any complaints from any of the people on the line. I want to talk to you again about Martin Snyder from PC Recruiter. He told me, he said, Animal, lots of vendors – Lots of vendors say they scale, but do they really scale, right? And he said, I'm going to tell you something. PC Recruiter proves that a single recruiting app can scale from one recruiter to hundreds. And you know why? Because, Animal, we have hundreds of single-user customers and thousands of larger ones, and they're all using the very same application. Check the online reviews. If you're a solo operator or a multinational corporation, there's one level of service for everybody. You might use a fraction of PC Recruiter's capabilities, or you might use all of it and then some. But we don't care if you're big or small or simple or complex. We want to support you. So check us out, please, everybody, at PCRecruiter.net. Okay? Now, I'm going to try to make that earlier in the show next time. I don't like leaving these ads towards the end. I, I want to get paid. Okay, Alan, have we not asked you something that you think is burning? Because I have tons of questions. I went through Go your internet footprint like crazy. Okay, our friend Karen, no last names mentioned, she said that traditional... Rewack. Old... No. No. Matt, Matt, Matt. Is it Mattonian? No. Look, dude, Jerry, there's almost no time left. You want? Don't mention her name anyway. You know she'll be on you like. Calling on Karen Mattonian, please join our group. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not Mattonian. Ah, uh, no, those Maureen, were the days. Maureen, leave it wrong, Maureen. We don't want. We don't want a problem. Okay, you know what can happen. Okay. <laughs> Karen said. Karen. Okay, Her, the, this person's name is not really Karen anyway. I changed it because I, I don't want problems. Everybody <laughs> trying to get me, okay? <laughs> Karen said traditional way ahead old of us, world. Jerry. Can I just get this out? Traditional I wasn't old saying world. Anything. <laughs> traditional old world recruiters will soon find themselves out of the industry. And That's Alan me. replied. Yeah, Alan said. He said, I take issue with that idea because I find that people with 15, 20, and 30 years of experience, they're the ones who are most open to new things. You want to defend that here, Alan? Did I quote you correctly? I'll trust you on it. I think it's true. I think the reason that they've been in so long is they've had to be, they've had to be flexible. They've had to try the new things. And Otherwise, we wouldn't also, still be here. Yeah, and also we also realize that it's also about – 
people and relationships and me being able to call up Jerry today and say, hey, Jerry, you're in Indianapolis. You're, you're, I think you're in Indiana, Jerry. Hey, Jerry, you know what? I got this search. It's doing X, Y, Z. Can you point me in a direction? Jerry's like, yeah, sure. Here, go call. The, here, here's a couple of names. They might get you started. I can't do that with, with a lot of tools. It's like, oh, hey, here's an email blast from an unnamed person saying I've got a great opportunity. Tell me when you, tell me when you can send me your resume, yeah, CyberCoder. Well, I, I don't understand what you're talking about. Okay, but here's what you said. And you also said, I think that things were more efficient with the telephone and fax machine. Instead of getting yep. 500 applicants uh, that, you know, not one even being even good or close, you, you didn't have that problem. You were kind of tongue-in-cheek when you said that. But was recruiting okay. easier before when, you know, now as the Internet made it, that you're in a corporation. Yep. When you put an ad, do you get, you know, lots of pizza drivers who aren't even close? Well, I think it's yes and no. The, the yes is the, the yes. E, it's easier because it helps you develop the base raw name people finding a oil and gas cracking furnace. What the hell is it type of engineer? You can go find it easier. The harder is when you're dealing with people and you're, you're dealing with an ATS and job applications where you're dealing with now 50, 100, 200, 200 applicants. And in the old days with the facts, you got maybe five or seven resumes, but they were all in the ballpark. You had to call every one of them. Maybe one of them was the hire, but maybe they'd refer two, three referrals down line, and you got the hire. Where today, you got to go in, and if you're in a situation like Kathy with OFCCT or whatever, you got to go through every single resume and want to stab yourself in the eye while you're while while you you know you're going to get rid of all but two or three anyway. So it's just a time suck. Okay. Somebody said, Tim Sackett, he said that people with good-looking good people, they always get hired over other people. That strikes me as not being true at all. What do you think? I think there's, a, I think there's something to it. Something or a lot? I, I, I think there's a little something to it. If, yeah, they show confidence. On, they put themselves together a, yeah. well. I mean, yeah. yeah. If it's, yeah. And, and I also think it's industry-specific. I think in sales types of positions – it's also about your results. Can you do the job? Can you do it well? Do you, like Jerry said, do you show presence? Do you show confidence? If you walk in there, the smoking hot guy that I am, and I'm and I'm sitting there going, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. But if I'm, you know, if I'm my God ugly self, and it's like, yeah, I can, yeah, tell me more about that. Let me ask you a question about that. What's your biggest challenge? What's your biggest this? How can I help you with this? You know what? Have you thought about that? Oh, confidence. They Have you ever sat in a doctor's me. office? And seen the pharmaceutical reps that come in and out? Cheerleaders? Oh, yeah. They're, they're all hotties. Every one of them. Okay. That is like that's a, very, that's a very specific niche, okay? That's well, not the average. Yeah, and Callaway Golf would, for a long period of time, would only, many years ago, would only hire females. They would never hire guys as, on their sales force. Okay, next question, because we've only got three minutes left. Yeah. The, you're, you're, you're an external recruiter dealing with a company through the internal recruiter. I got this out of Jerry's oh. group. Okay, the internal recruiter is very slow at getting back to you. Okay, and so will you go over his or her head directly to the hiring manager? Yes. Really? Isn't that going to ruin your relationship with the internal recruiter? I would probably do it as professional as I can and start with an email to both the recruiter and the manager and say hey, and something along the lines of as nice as you can. Hey, look, we're trying to do this. We're trying to help you out. We've got people in process. would like to know if you'd like us to continue or if you'd like us to tell these candidates that this is no longer an available position, whatever. Just want to make sure that we're all on the same page. And it might piss off the internal recruiter, but 80% of a 80-20 rule, 80% of them are idiots. And, you know, they don't, they don't like out, many don't like outside recruiters. The good ones do. And if you build a relationship and say, Hey, I'm going to keep you on every email. I'm going to put, I'm going to send it to the manager. Once you build that relationship, I've been able to do that, but yeah, I'll go around them or I'll go around. Them. I think what, once you go around them, you're screwed. Okay. You know, Jerry says, once you do this, you're finished. I'd say in that situation, once you go around them, they hate you. You don't have a good relationship. Uh, you said 80% of them are no good. I, I'd say there's some other people who agree with you, but that's always a debate. Are corporate recruiters generally uh, you know, very limited in what they can do? I'd say all, internal and external. Okay. 
Just we wanted to see. Is there okay? Is there is there anything? Uh, it's kind of a different, uh, you know, um, good-natured interview. It's a little different than I expected. Is there anything that you'd like to tell us before we finish up? I uh, not really. That won't take more than well. I can do it in thirty seconds. No, I talk too no, much. No, no, take two or three minutes. I can go over. Is there something that you think yeah. you can tell people that you know maybe somebody else can't? Some bitter lesson, you know that you know they should know. You want a bitter lesson or just a an observation? An observation. Go ahead. Whatever, whatever you like. Okay. I think that I think I think that good recruiters, and I've just presented this to disrupt HR. I think good recruiters and recruiting teams, internal and external are the tip of the spear when you, we know where the economy is and where it's going before anybody does. And I think we provide a huge value. And, I, and what I'm noticing, what I'm noticing, at least in Southern California, is companies are starting to realize the value of recruiters, internal and external. And I see the profession finally getting the respect that it deserves. It's tough, but I see it happening. And we see we see good, bad, and ugly. We see what the real reputation of your client company or your internal company is because we hear about it all the time. And we, can pro- we provide huge amounts beyond just bringing bodies in the door. And if a company would listen to Jerry or Kathy or whoever and they'd listen to their people, they will, they'll do even more better than they expect. Uh-huh. Yeah, I didn't ask for a pep talk, although Maureen, I think, likes to say that kind of business intelligence stuff too. Am I right, Maureen? Absolutely. Okay. So what do you I want think to think of the new recruiters Go ahead, Kat. out. <laughs> Alan, what do you think of the Say. new recruiters that are coming out? I think some of them are really good. I think because of the recession, a lot of people got out of it because a lot of people think recruiting is a is a quick quick money maker, especially externally. And I think a lo- I think the good ones are hungry to learn. I had a couple conversations in the last month with three that were external. We we're we're okay on our vendors, but I was candid with them. We had a conversation. They were asking recruiting questions. I pointed them to Animal Show and a couple of other places. I think that there's a small number that are doing pretty well. And I think a lot of the other ones are going, what the hell did I get into? This isn't just find a body, take it to the manager, and they hire them. This is the bitching and the moaning and, oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, you found the perfect person, but can you shake that candidate tree just a little bit more and find me somebody better for less money? Yeah, we could have talked about that, and we'll talk about it next time. Kathy Manis, thank you. Jerry Albright, thank you. Maureen Sheriff, thank you. Alan Floor, our guest, thank you. Okay, but the show itself, I just... Same old thing. I, as a recruiter, there's there's nothing I'm going to now take to my desk, and I am in a state of constant listening, learning, and applying. That's my thing. I got nothing from this show. I'm not going to do anything new. That's what I'm looking for in my learning phase of my career. Are you familiar with the after show and its format and the goal of said show, Cliff? No. What we do is uh, on, on a... Scale of one to ten, you need to rate the guest and then the host. Okay. And and you can you can pick a score for any reason you want. Some people might disagree with you, uh, challenge your score, but in general, uh, whatever you want to score, whole numbers only, please. Okay.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.